Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the show, and I hope everyone is having a great day. Special shout out to Yoshiko Dart, a great disability rights leader, and to the 17 countries that listen to this show. First place, Ireland. So Ireland, you're rocking it there. Uh, And I mean, you are number one. So whatever the disability rights groups are doing there, you keep on doing it. But of course, thank you to every country uh, that listens to the show. And, oh, I couldn't wait to say this because of our guest. And I say this on every show. Thank you, Highmark Health, for being the lead sponsor of this show for the past three years. Once again, Highmark helping me change lives of people with disabilities. And why could I not wait to say that? Wow, because we have the executive vice president and chief operating officer and a wonderful that I think so highly of, Karen Hanlon. Hi, Mark Health. Welcome to the show. Hi, Joyce. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Well, Karen, we have people listening throughout the world. And so let's start by you sharing with our listeners a little bit about you. I know you left a public accounting firm to join Highmark. And my question is, what inspired you to build a career with Highmark starting in 1997? Yeah, you know, I when I was in public accounting, I had the uh, luxury of having Blue Cross of Western Pennsylvania, which was a predecessor company to Highmark, um, as one of my clients. And so I knew the company well. I knew the mission of the company well and and what it did. And so when I decided to leave public accounting, it was just a very natural fit uh, for me to join Highmark. And as you said, that was in 1997. So uh, I've been here since then, and, and it's been a great company to work for. Certainly have done a lot of things in my career here. And um, there's always something new. There's always something exciting. Uh, it's a company with a great mission, a great uh, strategy. And um, it's been fun to be here. Great people that I work with. So um, I, I was lucky that as I left public accounting, I really found the right spot um, and uh, have, you know, have uh, stuck with it all that time. Wow. And you know what? When you, when you started there, Karen, what was your first position? I started as the manager of reinsurance accounting at uh, one of our subsidiaries that we now know as HM Insurance Group. And why I'm asking that, think about it. This woman went from that position to CFO and now COO of Highmark Health, a huge position. And that's why I always tell young people living with disabilities or adults for that matter, it doesn't matter where you start. It's where you go. And where you go is how you work what you put forth. And and to me, that's just a great story of uh, how you have moved up, Karen, to this very prestigious role you have right now. And I, I am sure when you started, you didn't know that was going to happen. And that's for sure. <laughs> I would have uh, never guessed that. No, I would not have thought I would have... Uh... Uh, still been here that many years later, you know, you just, um, when you're that young, you don't really, I don't think you think quite that far out, Um, but it's just been a great place to be, and and, uh, so I've been very lucky in that respect. Oh, I don't think, it's just luck. I think it's also talent (laughs) and hard work, Karen. Actually, I don't know that I've asked this question. Karen, what what all reports to you uh, in your role? Yeah, so um, for my role, I have accountability for the long-term operations of the enterprise, Um, really thinking about our strategy and and where we're headed and where the parts of our company fit together. 
Um, in terms of some of my day-to-day accountabilities, I have oversight for HM Health Solutions, which is our technology company um, where we market our uh, back office technology to other health plans. I have accountability for our data and analytics um, group here at Highmark Health. Also have accountability for Gateway Health, which is our uh, Medicaid company that we own 50% of, as well as uh, our alliance with Penn State Health in central Pennsylvania. That's a lot of people. And I think the, the one... The one thing that I love about my job, and, and frankly, this has been the case um, since probably 1999, just a couple of years into being at the company, I have uh, the luxury of really working with all of our businesses, um, which, you know, gives, gives me uh, the benefit of understanding all the different industries that we're in. Um, the factors that are driving those industries, the, the things that are important to our businesses, the areas that we focus on, you know, to make sure that we're exceeding our customers' expectations. And uh, it makes it really interesting every day. Well, you know what? A lot of people think that they have no idea how large Highmark is, but you are a large national uh, company. Like, how many people work for the enterprise if you would include uh, Gateway? Yeah, so we have about 40,000 employees across the enterprise. Um, 2018, we closed out with just over $18 billion in um, premium. And um, in our portfolio, you know, we obviously have a very large health plan. Um, Here in Western Pennsylvania, we um, own Allegheny Health Network, a very large provider system. Um, But then we also have a dental company um, called United Concordia Dental that operates nationwide. Uh, We also have HM Insurance Group, which uh, sells reinsurance nationwide. We have uh, VisionWorks, which is a retail um, vision company. Um, and then, as you said, we have Gateway Health, our, our Medicaid business that serves uh, all of Pennsylvania, and our relationship with Penn State Health and Central PA. Well, for all of you listening to the show, uh, I'm very proud to be a partner of Highmark Health, the whole organization. And a lot of you know this, but for people hearing this story for the first time, Highmark is the company that stood behind me to get started, which means if there wasn't a high mark, there wouldn't have been a bender. And when I went to the CEO and asked this, and I took him one day to say yes, I always say when I am in Kazakhstan or one of these countries representing our uh, country for my expertise in employing people with disabilities, I'm always thinking, wow, one person, one decision. No one would have guessed what would have happened. But Karen, I want to thank you because Highmark has continued hiring people with disabilities in our partnership since 1995. And you personally have really made a commitment nationally uh, as a female executive to further the employment of people with disabilities. I don't know if you all know that, but that's a very big deal. And uh, I'm just so proud to work with you and know you. And on behalf of all people living with disabilities, thank you. Well, thank you, Joyce. Kind words. Um, you know, I, this uh, this is an easy thing to do because, frankly, it's the right thing to do, you know. And... Um, uh, it's we have a you know a lot of resources um, available to us. We've been um, fortunate to be in the business that we've been in, and uh, I'm proud of the fact that this company has uh, supported diversity and inclusion across the board um, for that many years. Um, you know, certainly for as long as I've been here. And like you said, you started with us in 1995. So um, it's it's the right thing to do. It's easy to do. So we're proud to do it. So, this newly created role, Chief Operating Officer at Highmark Health, that reports to the CEO, David Holmberg, is your main role what you talked about before, which is this strategic plan and oversight operations of the whole entity? Is that what it is then? 
Yeah, I have. So I have accountability for a few of the specific areas um, that I referenced in terms of our technology company and data and analytics and uh, some of our strategic relationships in Medicaid and um, in central Pennsylvania with Penn State Health, but then working uh, closely with our strategy area around thinking about where we're headed over the next three to five years. And, um, you know, our business strategy uh, is really to integrate the healthcare payer and healthcare provider um, in a way that we are able to focus on reducing the cost of healthcare increasing the quality of healthcare and improving the experience of the consumer. So, you know, a lot of my time is spent working with our strategy group and with our business leaders around how are we going to make that happen? You know, what what are the steps we're going to take to really fulfill that goal? Yeah, which is wonderful. And, you know, people with disabilities, I know there's a trillion dollars in revenue. And... People with disabilities, we have a tendency that we want to go to where people support us. So I am telling you that out of every company in America, I know of no other company where the CEO, COO, the new CFO, President, uh, Deb Rice, everyone supporting the employment of people with disabilities. So think about that when it comes to insurance or glasses. Boy, you've got great glasses there, Karen, i got to tell you. <laughs> yes, we do. You have very trendy glasses, and I'm a glasses yes. person at VisionWorks. But you know, you're standing up for us, so we want in turn to stand up for you. And you heard it all. Everyone listening to the show, hi, Mark. That is the company that has supported us. And I know publicly, Karen, David Holmberg, the CEO, has given you the credit for the financial turnaround at Allegheny General Hospital, um, which means so much. But maybe you can say what you believe uh, Allegheny General Hospital and Allegheny Health Network mean to this Pittsburgh community. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, Allegheny General Hospital, which is one of the hospitals out of uh, eight that total that are part of Allegheny Health Network, um, has just, you know, been a cornerstone of the medical community here in Western Pennsylvania. Um, Highmark affiliated with Allegheny Health Network in 2013, and um, we have been working since then uh, really to bring new capabilities to the community through Allegheny Health Network um, and to reinvest in Allegheny Health Network in a way that um, promotes care closer to home uh, for the patients so that they're not having to travel into the city, and uh, certainly care that promotes excellence and quality. And, uh, you know, some of the investments that we've been making have been um, in the areas of uh, cancer care um, in collaboration with John Topkins uh, Kimmel Center. Um, they've been in areas such as uh, outpatient care sites. Um, women's health has been a great focus for us. Um, we've been focused on just some foundational improvements in some of the facilities. All in all, we've probably um, invested about uh, $1.5 billion um, in Allegheny Health Network over the past handful of years. Um, certainly that's you know meaningful for the community. Um, it's been impactful for our insurance customers at Highmark as well as they have uh, really requested from us that we focus on finding them ways to lower the cost of their health care. Um, Allegheny Health Network has been uh, a key to enabling us to do that. Um, certainly for the Pittsburgh community, you know, I mentioned earlier that we have about 40,000 employees in total. Um, just about half of those uh, are at Allegheny Health Network. And so um, it is a huge uh, local employer here in Western Pennsylvania and has been for some time. Um, you know, the affiliation between Highmark and AHN in 2013 was meaningful for a lot of reasons, but not the least of which was that, you know, it was impactful in making sure that we preserved jobs uh, in the region um, when you had that level of employment sitting, you know, with a health care provider. So, um, you know, we like to say 
when we completed the affiliation in 2013, it was one that was done to make sure that we preserved competition and choice in healthcare uh, in Western Pennsylvania. And at this point, you know, it, it's really transitioned to us working with Allegheny Health Network to uh, transform the way healthcare is delivered and to focus on that mission and that objective of delivering lower cost healthcare in the market. So it's been um, a great relationship between Highmark and Allegheny Health Network. And, and frankly, we're only at the beginning. You know, certainly um, six years is, is uh, quite young in terms of relationships of this sort. And uh, we expect there will be lots more great things to come. Well, I just want to mention that uh, it's fortuitous, but just this morning, I was at uh, one of your orthopedic surgeons' office with my 90-year-old father, who's a World War II veteran, because his knees are bothering him so much. Um, Mm -hmm. And what an experience we had. I'll tell you what. Even the physician's assistant, talk about kindness. They stayed with us for so long, wanting to make sure everything was okay. And wow, it's so great to meet uh, a World War II veteran. I cannot speak highly enough of how they treated us. But also, forever, my epileptologist has been Jim Valeriano at Allegheny General, and he is absolutely Mm -hmm. the best of the best. So I can say I have uh, been someone that has experienced your services, and they have been phenomenal. Yeah, uh, undoubtedly, the people make all the difference. Um, We have great... Um, clinicians at Allegheny Health Network. We have great caregivers at Allegheny Health Network. We have great employees. Um, And consistently, the feedback that we get is that uh, the culture and the caring that people experience at Allegheny Health Network is uh, different and uh, different in a way that they love. And, And, you know, they've been um, we've been seeing that in terms of the growth at HN. Um, you know, they've tried to be responsive to the needs of the community, and uh, I think have done a great job of it, and, and that's why we've seen such great growth in the system over the past several years. Yeah, well, they were phenomenal. So amazing. Okay. I'm talking about Jim Valeriano because we have, I see, a caller on the line right now, Peggy Beam, who is the CEO of the Epilepsy Association of Western and Central PA that Deb Rice Johnson used to be the chair of, and now mm-hmm. I am. And Peggy, welcome to the show. Well, good afternoon, Joyce, um, and good afternoon, Karen. I, I couldn't possibly let a chance go by to say thank you to you um, and to Highmark, but in particular to you, Karen, for everything that you do to support the Epilepsy Association, um, and in particular our events. I know that you've been a big part of helping us with um, support for our Mardi Gras Gala in particular and and supporting um, employment for people with disabilities. So I certainly wanted to take a couple of minutes this afternoon while you're on with Joyce and say thank you for everything that you do, Um, not just for people with disabilities, but in particular for um, folks who are living with seizures here in western and central Pennsylvania. So... Um, Thank you very much for everything that you do and for everything that that you do at Highmark. Yeah, you guys have a great organization. We were uh, obviously thrilled um, with Deb Rice Johnson serving as the the king of Mardi Gras this past year. Um, She's done a fabulous job um, uh, working with the Epilepsy Foundation, obviously, but just in general in terms of her advancement uh, of the work to support people with disabilities and, and the various community boards that she sits on. She's one of several executives that we have that spend quite a bit of time in the community and um, focusing on causes that are very meaningful for them. And, and certainly the Epilepsy Foundation has been one of those, and we've been proud to do that. Well, we appreciate it, and, and yourself included. Don't don't uh, don't exclude yourself from that. So, um, thank, thank you, you very much for everything that you do. And and again, we appreciate it very much. We 
we serve a lot of, lot of the uh, same constituents in 49 counties in western and central Pennsylvania. So um, we do, do appreciate everything that you folks are doing. So thank you very much. Well, thanks for calling in. And, and, Peggy, and thank Peggy, you, Joyce. Peggy, Peggy, before you go, I was talking uh, just a few minutes ago about uh, Allegheny General Hospital and Allegheny Health Network yeah. um, and how mm-hmm. great they are. And my epileptologist, you also know, Jim, Dr. Jim Valeriano. Um, Absolutely, and how yeah. awesome he has been to our association. Forever. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, forever. Um, Dr. Yeah. Valeriano has been a, been a part of our organization for as long as I can remember. Um, and I, I've, I've worked with, with the association for 25 years, so um, he's, he's always been right there to, to help and support us, um, as have many folks from Allegheny um, General Hospital and Allegheny Health Network. Um, I, can, I can think of many, many providers um, you know, folks from Forbes, folks, you know, from um, all around the network who have been very supportive over the years. So that's great. We work with a lot, a lot, a lot of folks. Um, but, well, yeah, Jim, um, Dr. Valeriano is, is um, also on our board of directors and, and has um, really been uh, a, a leader in patient care and patient advocacy for many, 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 many years. Mm. Thank you so much for calling in. (laughs) Peggy, once again, is the CEO of the Epilepsy Association of Western and Central PA. Just a great leader in this state. Thanks, Peggy. Thank you, Joy. Thanks, Peggy. Take care. So, Karen, um, and by the way, it's tr- they have done so much for the Epilepsy Association, and as a woman living with epilepsy, it certainly means so much uh, to me. Karen, hi, Mark. Wow, this culture is unbelievable. Uh, that the CEO, David Holmberg, has fostered at Highmark Health, the only CEO I have ever met that has said to me, I want you to send me 10 resumes of people with disabilities, me directly, so I can get them hired. No one has ever said that at his level. Um, And he has just fostered this amazing culture at at Highmark Health. How do you think that has happened? Uh, it, you know, it's, it's David. He's that genuine. Um, he's that humble. Um, you know, he wants to do the right thing. Uh, I mean, first of all, as a leader, I can't say enough about him. Um, uh, it's all positive, obviously. I'm, I'm lucky to be working for him and, um, and I've worked with David, um, for quite a while before he, before he became the CEO at Highmark Health. He um, first joined Highmark actually to lead our vision business and um, then from there expanded his accountabilities to oversee what we call all of our diversified businesses, which includes then our our dental business and our reinsurance business. And uh, then in 2014 became the CEO. Um, He fosters a culture of uh, collaboration and openness and um, really just focuses on doing the right thing and so it doesn't shock me one bit Joyce that when you walked in to have that discussion with him that he immediately signed up Um, there's not a doubt in my mind that uh, his support for diversity and inclusion and equality in the workplace um, uh, is is you know as high as it could possibly be Um, I I think you know you were uh, kind enough to uh, work to honor him as the recipient of the Tony Coelho Award um, in 2018 and he is absolutely uh, deserving of that in terms of the things he does every day as a leader to promote uh, employment of people with disabilities to promote diversity and inclusion in the workplace and 
you know, he's supported by people that um, have done a great job of, of uh, helping him with that. You know, we talked about Deborah Ice Johnson earlier, Gary Dick, who's a senior vice president in HM Health Solutions, um, our technology company that I alluded to earlier. Gary has been just a huge champion of many of our development programs and partnerships for our disability workforce, um, including our Careers to Be program. Um, and more recently, work that we're doing um, with a program called Autism to Work. Um, it's, you know, and, and as we say constantly, right, uh, it, tone starts at the top, and, and David promotes uh, that inclusiveness right from the top. Yeah, my biggest uh, David story, and I've told this several times, is that, <laughs> you know, I went and I met with him, the year before this last meeting when he told me that. So he comes in, he sits down, and this is what he says to me. He says, uh, before we get started, you know, Joyce, I haven't seen enough wheelchairs. I haven't seen enough service dogs. I haven't seen enough people signing. I mean, we, you know, we need to be hiring more people with disabilities from you. And I just looked at him and I said, I have never had a CEO say that. Ever. <laughs> Never. Yep. And if every CEO in America said that, we wouldn't have 70% of people with disabilities being not counted in the workforce. I mean, that to me, I'll never forget that. And also, yeah. you mentioned Gary Dick. He is the best of the best. You know, Gary, mm -hmm. when he was at Bear. And my customer came up with the idea of careers to be. That's why it's to be Bender Bear. It was Gary that came up with that idea. And now that has exploded across the country. And mm -hmm. Highmark does so much with that. Uh, and he is a 100% advocate. No doubt yes. about it. He has yep. been phenomenal. No doubt about it. Yes. Yep. So anyway. He, uh, he is just. He's been such an advocate internally, Joyce. Um, you know, he will sit with um, different parts of the company and talk through with them how the Careers to Be program works, how to make sure that it works well, the role that Bender plays, um, and, you know, does everything that he can to, to put us in a position where we're able to um, bring in folks with disabilities and, and really make sure that, that we set it up for success, and he's done a great job of it. Yeah, he has. Well, we've been talking here about David and his leadership beliefs. How about you? Like, what do you try to instill in your leadership team? Yeah, you know, I would say um, the probably the two key words that pretty consistently come to mind are uh, collaboration and communication. Um, you know, especially in an organization like ours, it's, you know, pretty large, um, a number of different businesses, quite a bit of integration um, or interdependencies within our businesses. Um, collaboration is key. You know, um, there's, uh, you're going to have to be able to uh, look to the needs that go beyond your own and think about the greater good and what it is that we're trying to accomplish and, and work toward that. So um, that is a, a big part of what I try to instill in my leadership team. Um, and the second thing that I mentioned was communication. Um, we have to be good communicators. You know, um, we have a lot of people working here, um, they need to understand where we're headed, they need to understand why we're headed there, how we're going to get there, why it's important, um, and their role in helping us to get there. And so um, those are, are really two of the keys for me. I think, you know, beyond that, um, we've been talking this morning, obviously, about inclusion, and we continue to promote that in um, everything that we do at Highmark. Um, I've played a pretty significant role in working with our supplier diversity program here at Highmark, and we continue to work across the enterprise um, in ways that we can um, promote inclusion um, in every respect. Um, it's good for our business, frankly. You know, it's, it's a business imperative for us to make sure that 
um, the employees that we hire and the way that we're doing business align with um, what our customers expect to see from us. And so um, we find that you know, it really just ends up being a business imperative for us uh, to succeed. And so um, the leaders that I have in my organization, I expect to continue to, um, you know, to promote those items. Um, and Karen, you know, you mentioned about communication. It is amazing how people look at that and they think that it's, you know, not like something that someone at your level would talk about. But, you know, that is so critical to success. And if every young person with a disability would just, you know, I just tell them that one thing means so much in your success at any company. So I'm not surprised that's one of your uh, one of your leadership initiatives with your staff. Without a doubt, um, you know, a lot of people will have the technical abilities that you need them to have. Um, the the folks that will succeed and excel will be those that are effective at building relationships with others. And uh, communication is just such a large part of that um, that uh, I don't think you can underestimate it. Um, you know, I'm, I'm regularly asked whether it's interns that are coming through or um, entry-level folks. Um, if I'm out visiting a college and, and talking to folks that are still in college, of course you get the question, you know, what, what, what can I do to succeed? What will make the difference? And uh, communication and collaboration are two items that are on my list every time. Well, so important. And also I wanted to mention something. You mentioned uh, supplier diversity. Once mm-hmm. again, you know, I'm a disability-owned business enterprise, and Highmark is one of the only companies in the United States uh, that chose, chose to embrace the uh, mentor-protege project that Governor Wolf had, and I was so honored to be a protege, named as protege, and here you are, supplier diversity, but as part of diversity, including a disability-owned business. I want to tell you, first of all, thank you, but I just, your emphasis on supplier diversity and including disability is just awesome. Yeah, well, uh, we're obviously proud to do it. We're happy to be in partnership with the state and many other companies throughout the state on this. And, um, you know, Bender Consulting has just been fabulous to do business with Joyce. And uh, you guys are highly, highly, highly deserving of, uh, you know, being part of the mentor-protege program. And I'm hopeful that, you know, you, you find all the benefits of being in that relationship and are able to really maximize what it's able to do for your business because, uh, there's nothing, you know, more meaningful than um, what it is that you're doing, giving somebody the opportunity to find employment so that they're able to, you know, move forward um, in the way that they want to. So we're, we're thrilled that uh, you were able to be a part of it with us. Well, as I said, couldn't do it without you. And before I forget, um, Highmark has always been supportive of disability Mentoring Day, which is the third Wednesday of every October, which would be October 16th. But the 14th, Ted Kennedy Jr., the chair of AAPD, is coming to Pittsburgh and will be speaking. And Karen will also be making uh, remarks. So, you know, we're so excited about that and so look forward to it. And what would be the odds that right now we have Carrie Gray calling in. Carrie, how are you? Good. Thanks for having me, Joyce. Thrilled to have you. And this is very powerful, uh, Karen, because Carrie, it works for the American Association of People with Disabilities that Ted Kennedy is the chair of and is just the largest uh, disability policy group in America located in Washington, D.C., and Carrie is a superstar disability rights leader 
known nationally. So, Carrie, it is so great to hear from you. But I know you didn't call to talk to me. You called to talk <laughs> to Karen. <laughs> so, Carrie, Hi, thank Carrie. you. Hi, Hi, Karen. Thanks again, Joyce. Um, I wanted to just call in because I heard you were a guest today, and I wanted to first say that we're very happy um, that you're able to chat with Joyce, and we know that you've been working with the American Association of People with Disabilities, AAPD, in the past. And so first, I just wanted to say thank you for your partnership. We're always looking for companies, for places that really understand and appreciate the disability talent pool. Um, I myself came from that that pipeline where AAPD somehow found me um, all the way in East Texas, and they were like, you know what, we need to bring you in because you're someone who's going to make a difference, and that's exactly what I think of all of our students, all of the folks that we work with um, in collaboration with our partners. So, one, I just wanted to say thank you for collaborating with us, for partnering, and definitely for believing in this initiative. Um, It makes a really big difference. Um, secondly, no I just wanted to kind of um, thank you. Secondly, I just wanted to kind of piggyback off what Joyce actually was just mentioning. Um, so AAPD has the pleasure of um, leading the national efforts around Disability Mentoring Day. It's actually one of my favorite events um, because we're able to <coughs> host uh, young professionals um, to enter into a workplace and really examine what it actually means to work for these companies that they've heard of pretty much their whole lives. So I had a question for you. Um, I was curious, you know, I'm imagining, I'm thinking of all my students that enter into these companies and entering into a place like Highmark, and um, they see these these big fancy buildings, and they're like, wow, like, maybe I could actually work here one day, right? And Mm -hmm. it's kind of like that connecting point between, you know, you might think that you're amazing growing up, but because of disabilities, because of gender, because of so many different things, you kind of start to question, could I really be a part of such a large organization? Um, I wondered if you had any advice for our, for our students with disabilities who may be questioning, you know, their real opportunities, who may see themselves as being an executive like you one day, but just questioning, like, would that even be something that someone would consider of me because of my disabilities? I wondered if you had any advice for our students. Yeah, I would say, um, you know, first of all, uh, go for it. That sounds really simple, I know, but, um, you know, step out and and, uh, go for the opportunity. I, I think you'll actually find... Um, and I'll speak for Highmark, but I think you'll actually find a pretty welcoming um, response. I mean, you know, as we're looking at talent, we we hold the folks that are working on our recruitment efforts um, to a standard around making sure that they are bringing in um, for interviews a diverse set of talent, including people with disabilities. And so I, I think that you know, you might find it more welcoming than than what at first thought uh, you would think it to be. And from there, uh, it's really about building relationships. And so I would say just continue to build relationships, um, both those within the area that you're working, but also outside of the area that you're working so that, you know, when you think about wanting to do something different than what you're doing, you've uh, made connections and made relationships that you're able to go to and and seek out advice or connections or whatever the case is um, to make another move. But but first and foremost would be uh, don't don't shy away from it. Um, You know, go toward the opportunity and, and apply. You know, um, and certainly if you, you know, can find others that have worked for the company that you're looking to uh, apply to and can have some dialogue with those folks, um, it might might give you some, some idea of, you know, the environment you're going to find and make sure that you feel like it would be a good fit walking in. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, I think it's helpful to hear it from you. <laughs> Directly, um, I, I think all of us just want the best for this next generation that's coming up in the workplace, and we know they're incredibly talented, um, but the stigma that can be associated with being a person with a disability can sometimes, you know, 
feel like it's, it's hanging over your head when you're filling out that application. Um, so it's just helpful yeah. to hear that advice and saying, like, listen, you can do this. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. I'll tell you, we, um, you know, when I was uh, in finance uh, a number of years ago, um, we first started working with Joyce, uh, the woman that was my boss here at Highmark forever, uh, Nanda Turk, who Joyce knows well, um, uh, worked with Joyce, and uh, we worked to identify positions in finance where we could work with Bender and, and pull some folks in. And uh, we brought, I don't know, probably three or four Bender folks in um, at that time in finance. And uh, one of the gentlemen, uh, his name is Adam. Adam still works here at Highmark, and gosh, Joyce, I'll, I'll bet that's, you know, I'll bet this is 15 years ago or right. 17 years ago, something yes. like that. Yeah. Adam still works here. Um, and I'm telling you what, Adam knows so many people at this company. When, you know, when I walk through and see him, I'll, I'll see him in the lobby every once in a while and say hello. He, he knows probably more people than I know. You know, I mean, he has, he has built relationships and he um, takes the time to talk to people and, and understand what they do. And um, I can guarantee you, you know, if Adam decided that uh, he wanted to do something different at Highmark, he'd have the folks to call and names to call uh, to bounce off of what, what did he want to do next and, you know, what were the opportunities for him and where else could he go. So um, he has not been shy about it. He certainly went with the <laughs> advice that, that I started out with, which was go for it. And uh, he's yeah. done a great job of it. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you again for your partnership. And Joyce, we always appreciate you. Can't wait to see you sometime soon. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see you and Carrie. You know, when you were talking about the, this younger generation, uh, you're not exactly old, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not quite 30 young, yet. <laughs> but I just want to say, Carrie is known nationally, Karen. She is really a dynamic young woman. We're so just really blessed to have her on the staff of AAPD. Uh, So, Carrie, thank you so much for calling in. Thank you again. Talk to you all soon. Bye. Thank you, Carrie. Nice talking to you. Yeah. Well, Karen, you are definitely, uh, first of all, AAPD is a very powerful national organization, but my breath is taken away with who called in because I would say he's probably the most powerful person I know, Tony Quello. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you, Joyce. Karen, I just want to tell you that how happy I am uh, with the relationship that uh, Joyce and Bender has had with Highmark. Uh, you folks have set the bar uh, very high for other companies to come in, uh, but by uh, the example that you've shown uh, and that Highmart has shown, it uh, lets other companies know that they need to be hiring people with disabilities and at all levels, uh, and that's exciting to me. It's not something where you come in at uh, no matter who you are, what you are, what your education is, you come in at the bottom floor, you basically bring in people uh, skilled in, in high-level positions, and they have an opportunity to, to grow and move up and so forth. Highmart has uh, set the standard for that, and you're uh, really a, very much a part of doing that. And uh, I, for one, in my capacity of, of my passion, my ministry on, on disabilities, uh, I, for one, uh, honor you and thank you for all that uh, you have done and that Highmark has done. Oh my gosh, Tony. Well, thank you. Um, I mean, uh, the work that you've done is obviously unprecedented. And so, uh, you know, the rest of us are just kind of carrying on with, uh, with what others have laid the foundation for. And you are certainly one of those people. So I appreciate your kind words. Thank you, Karen. And I, and I really mean about, uh, you know, I was recently out there, uh, you folks gave me an award, um, but the attitude of your CEO uh, on down is what's exciting 
from my point of view, is that uh, we're basically, our community is treated as equals in regards to an opportunity. I have a saying that if you give me the opportunity to fail, I can succeed. But if I don't get the opportunity to fail, I cannot succeed. And yeah. you folks uh, provide that opportunity to to everybody. And that's what's exciting. I wish more companies throughout the country um, would understand that and take advantage of that. Um, and with our unemployment numbers for the disability community where they are, we could use a lot more help. We could use uh, a lot of folks to take your example and, and use it for their own company. And so, um, you know, I really i am very, very uh, positive about uh, my respect for you and Highmark. Well, thank you. Yeah, and, you know, Joyce and I uh, talked, oh, I don't know, Joyce, it was probably maybe six or eight weeks ago about some of the things that we might be able to do to actually promote that company-to-company interaction to really um, help other businesses to understand the benefit to them of hiring people with disabilities and, and what's involved in it. And I think, you know, as I think about Highmark and our, um, you know, our approach to this, certainly we will absolutely continue to hire people with disabilities. As I said earlier, we, we believe it is essential to our business and it is a good business practice, but we can be uh, just as helpful, maybe even more helpful if we're able to then make connections with other businesses to promote the same um, with companies beyond Highmark. And I, I think, you know, we talked earlier about some of the leadership we have in Highmark that um, has been involved in these sorts of things. I think we've got the right people um, with, the, you know, the right knowledge to be able to go out and have dialogue with other businesses on it. Well, I love you for that because uh, that's what it takes. Uh, obviously, having an attitude that, you and uh, your folks have regarding disabilities is fabulous. But if you take that attitude and convince uh, others that you know that their company should do the same thing, that's the way that yep. our community uh, gets the gets the chance to succeed. So I love you for it and thank you for it. Appreciate it sure. very much. And Tony, yeah, before you go, Tony, before you go, Karen uh, has made a decision to be a one of the first, really, that I know, females at her level to be a national example and spokesperson for people with disabilities. So maybe at some point you could have her come out to the uh, Quello Center. Absolutely. No, would, I'd love that. I would love I'd that. Love yeah, that would be awesome. Okay. Okay, All great. All right, Tony, we'll thank it. you so much. Thank you for calling you. in. That was so kind of you. Thank you. Thank you, Tony. Take care. Well, I'll tell you what, Karen, it just doesn't get better than that. Author of the American I, I agree with, with you, Joyce. It's, it's uh, you know, this is fun. It's, it's fun doing what we do here. It's fun working for a, a company that has the mission that it does and is able to work um, in partnership with you on these sorts of things. And um, it makes it good to come to work every day, you know. Yeah, well, I'm telling you what, for you to get a call from the American Association of People with Disabilities, and Tony Quello says a lot about you, um, and anyone listening to the show, you know, by the people that called, I think you get it, that she is going to make a difference in this country and already is making a difference and made a point of helping a young man with autism uh, gain employment herself. She herself did this for an entry-level position uh, and is just someone that we need to involve more and more uh, in everything that we're doing. Uh, So, wow. That's all I have to say is wow. Uh, Karen, you've done so much and you have something special. You know, you have kindness. You have goodness. You're the real deal. So I have to ask you, who is your role model? <laughs> um, you know, uh, I always feel awkward answering this question, Joyce, because I honestly I don't have one person. 
Um, and I don't know if that's good or bad. You know, mo- most people very quickly, they kind of have a name and they have a person and, and, you know, there's a very good reason and they're very articulate about it. Um, I don't have one person. I, you know, um, there are different people that I would look at and want to model um, different things about them for different reasons. And, and I've worked for a lot of great leaders, you know, that um, I've had the benefit of, of, you know, taking good experiences from. Um, but I, I think it's been, a, a, you know, something from a lot of different people. It's not been one person for me. Um, yeah, so I, sorry, I don't have a, I don't have a great answer for that one. I don't have anything uh, overly, you know, enlightening or poignant to say. <laughs> well, I think you do, because what you're saying is you have been willing to learn from a lot of different people. This is a mistake sometimes people make because so many people have an impact on your life one way or another. So. No, I I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that just says a lot about what you're like, which if you had asked me to describe your leadership, I would have said a servant leader who is fair and yet firm. You know, someone that puts people first, equal to the, you know, but make sure that she's looking out for the company. So that doesn't surprise me what you just said. Good, good. Well, I appreciate it. Well, here you are. You are going to be known as the national spokesperson, uh, as an as an executive female for people with disabilities. May I ask why? Like, what may why? Why do you want to do that? Uh, you know, as I said earlier, it's the right thing to do. You know, I look at it and I say, my goodness, I have been uh, so fortunate to, you know, have done what I've done throughout my career and to have gotten to where I have gotten to. And um, a lot of people along my career gave me an opportunity for something, you know, whatever that was. Um, And I kind of view it as, you know, my responsibility to do the same. And uh, it's just the right thing to do. And Joyce, you make it so darn easy um, because you have so much energy around it um, that there, there's no saying no to you. You're, you're just that good. And we have the great I'm pleasure of I'm working with you reputation. in Pittsburgh on this stuff, you know. Uh, yeah. And I know you're doing national and international travel. Um, and we are so lucky to have you in this Pittsburgh market. Um, doing what you do, um, but it's easy to do, and you make it even easier. So uh, appreciate that. Thank you so much. And listen, thank you for taking time to be our guest today. Once again, Karen Hanlon, Executive Vice President, Chief Operating Officer, Highmark Health. Look out. You're going to hear more and more about her. Thank you, Karen. Thanks, Joyce. Great talking to you. Take care. Uh, All right. Before we go, we end every show with a quote. And boy, does this fit Karen Hanlon. And the quote is from Ralph Waldo Emerson, who said, nothing great was ever achieved without enthusiasm. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Talk to you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.